Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday! I hope you've all gotten off to an amazing start of this week. I was talking to someone yesterday who said, oh, it really is Happy Monday with Jocelyn and it, it made me so happy to, to just know that I'm making part out of your, your Happy Monday routine and that you're really turning those Mondays into Happy Mondays by listening to this podcast episode and this podcast. So I was just so glad to hear that and I truly hope that you're having a Happy Monday out there. This last weekend was incredible. Uh, I was out to a first event with my four-year-old. So it was the first time I did an actual event and competition a couple of years, um, seeing I've only really had a show jumping horse lately, which is not only, but it, uh, it was really, really nice to, to just be out and, and being back in the eventing world. It was, it was really nice to be there with the two PEP members. So I was there with, the, with two members from our community. And it's just so nice to be able to take this whole community also to the real life and not only sit online in all Zoom calls all the time, but to actually meet up with you guys in, in reality. So, so I'm really, really grateful to, to have this community out there and and actually even outside of pep so i was it was also really nice uh, there was a girl parked next to me actually uh, on the parking lot and she saw my sweater and she said hi you're jostling aren't you and we, we got talking and she said as she's listening to the podcast that it's helped her a lot and and we started talking about different things that she had taken from it and her competition and all this kind of stuff and I I just want to say I, I love I just love this whole community part that is around this podcast around pep but just around anyone following those this this journey the, those mindset tips those performance tips like anyone who's part of an email list or listening to this podcast or following your social media I just love this whole community uh, so if you ever were to see me on some kind of event a competition please 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 come up and say hi to me I know nothing better than to actually get to talk to you guys in reality know what your challenges are know what you're using from this podcast so that I can even help you out even more so that was a really long way of saying that next time when you happen to see me at a competition, please, please, please come up and say hi to me. Now, if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to this community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of the future episodes. Also, please go ahead and follow me on Instagram as well as join our email list because this way you'll be provided with even more mindset and performance tips on a weekly basis. So we send out emails every every week. I post several times on social media every week and it's all this kind of kind of mindset performance tips that you can use in your writing. You'll find the link to all of this in the show notes of this episode and to finally then dive into this episode of today, one of the most common questions I get when I do meet riders that the one of the most common questions that they ask me is I love competing but I always get so nervous what can I do about that and there is obviously so much you can do about this it's almost getting frustrating for me for at a certain extent when I see so many riders out there struggling with this well there's actually so much you can do about it and this is obviously a major topic that we dive in into inside of the pep program 
But I will give you today already three things that you can start to do immediately. Then if you would like to dive deeper into this, get more support, get that accountability in implementing those tips, you can obviously join our community as well. I'm looking at starting up the next round in the beginning of next year. I'm feeling like December is, is just one of those months where everyone has so much going on. And, and in January, everyone has this fresh energy. So I've decided that I'm going to take a little bit longer between those two rounds and I'm going to start it up in the, in the beginning of January. And I hope to see as many as possible of you in that round and in this program. Now, before I dive into today of what you can do about when you're feeling nervous, I want to first start with explaining to you why we feel nervous. So if you've listened to this for a while, you know that I always like to start with the why. I always think it's better to understand why this happens, because when we can understand why something happens, we can also come up with ways as to how to solve this. So I've actually talked about this quite a lot in the past, but just to make sure we're all on one page, I want to give you a refresher. So our mind automatically goes towards the negative. Our mind is in constant search for things that threatens our survival or that threatens our safety in some kind of way. This is a survival mechanism, right? This is something that we all have, that we've always had, and that's actually a good thing because that's what kept us alive for centuries, right? But this can obviously also cause quite a lot of challenges for us because a lot of the time our brain will exaggerate. So it will start thinking in all those kind of worst case scenarios. And this is because you are subconsciously or consciously, a lot of times subconsciously, asking yourself the question, what are all the things that can go wrong subconsciously? And you might not even realize this, but this is happening in the background all the time. So what do you think will happen when you ask your mind this question all the time? Remember, your mind is a problem-solving device. So if you feed your brain this question, uh, this problem, this question all the time, what it's going to do is come up with answers. That's what your brain does. Like it answers questions for you. It solves problems for you. So when you ask your mind again, subconsciously or consciously, what are all the things that can go wrong? It's going to start to feed you the answers. It's going to start to inform you about all the things that could possibly go wrong, right? Now, our feelings, meaning feeling nervous, is simply a result of your thoughts. So how do you think that you are going to feel when you think about all the things that can go wrong. That's right. You're going to feel fearful. You're going to feel nervous. And all those negative emotions where we're talking about when we, when we, when we get that, those like that heart racing or we get that like in that, how do you say, like in, in your throat that you almost can't breathe. That's going to happen because you're feeling fearful. That's going to happen because you think about all those things that can go wrong and that you're obviously afraid of. Now, what you need to do, so talking about those, those fears, and here's the first tip, so make sure you pay attention now. What you need to do, first of all, is challenge those fears of yours. So I want you to, first of all, call those, far, those fears out that you're, you're having. Call out what it is that you're afraid of. Put it in the spotlight. Often times those things they live in our subconscious mind and we don't always realize we we, we realize that we're feeling nervous and all those negative feelings we, we notice those ones but we don't always get to the step before and think about yeah but actually what were the thoughts that 
cause those feelings. Um, so, so the first thing you want to do is, is identify those fears. What is it that you're really afraid of? Call it out. Uh, say it out loud. Put it on paper. Whatever you want to do. But make it really clear what it is that you're actually afraid of. Because a lot of the time, those things are complete bullshit. It's a whole lot of crap, but you won't realize until you call them out and challenge them. So when I say challenge them, I'm going to give you guys here a quick example just to, to, to make it really clear what it is I mean, that I mean with this. So for example, this is a fear that I used to have a lot in the past, which caused me to feel really nervous in the past. So I would be afraid to get the distances wrong and that me and my horse would crash into a fence. This was something that used to make me really, really nervous in the past. A lot of the time, basically every competition, every training, all the time, I would feel this, this, this feel of nervousness popping up. But I only realized that, it, that, that this was the actual fear once I called it out. I only realized once, once I really thought about what is it actually that's making me so nervous? And I, I, I started going through all those thoughts and I realized, oh, yeah, it's because I'm thinking like I'm afraid. That I won't be able to see that distance, I'll get it wrong, and that my horse and myself will crash into that fence. Now, when I figured this out, I, I could actually start to do something about this. So I, I started challenging it and, and I asked myself the question, like, does, does that even make sense? What are the chances that that would actually happen? And, and, you know, back, back when this all went on in my, in my head, obviously I've, I've come a long, long way in, in, in terms of handling this and, and reframing this and challenging this. But, but back when this was really a challenge for me, I had a super, super careful horse. Like she was so careful that she wouldn't want to crash into a fence for all the carrots in the world, literally. She'd either, like she, she would be coming up towards the fence, have a look at it, like see, you know, see if she could clear it and in that case she would like she had scope enough like if she if she thought she could clear it she would take off and she would take a major jump like she would like fold out her wings and she would get past it because she would clear it without a problem in the world or if she didn't think she could make it she would stop like this was the kind of horse she was so careful she wouldn't want to touch a fence she would either jump it really big and clear it or she would stop so the chances of this particular horse crossing into a fence were close to none. So the fact that I was being afraid of this and, and having this, all those nerves popping up, it was really pretty ridiculous because the chances that that would happen were close to zero. So this is what I mean when I say call out your fears and challenge them. Identify what it is that you are really afraid of and challenge it. View it from this logical standpoint rather than an emotional standpoint. Because here's the thing, when emotion is high, logic is low. When logic is, is, is high, emotion is low. So if you can just turn this around and make it really logical, ask yourself, does that even make sense? What are the chances of that actually happening? I always ask people like, okay, you're afraid of falling off. How many times have you actually fell off in your life? Like how many times have that actually happened? How many times have you been riding? Okay, percentage-wise, what is that? Like 0.01%? Like are you, are you telling me that, that that is actually going to hold you back from getting up on your horse? And then people go like, oh my God, that's actually ridiculous. Like I feel so silly now. And, and, and I love when people say this because that means that we've gotten somewhere. They've realized that it's silly. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's nothing that should hold them back. So tip number one, 
Identify what it is that you're really afraid of and challenge it. View it from a logical standpoint. Does that even make sense? What are the chances of that actually happening? Right. Tip number two. Reframe nervousness into excitement. Here's the thing, and I, I've said this in the past, so you might have heard this already, but nervousness and excitement is the exact same chemical reaction in your body. The only difference is how you choose to view this, which perspective that you choose to take on this, how you choose to think about this. So remember in the beginning of this episode, I explained that our mind tends to go to all the things that can go wrong. That's going to make you nervous. While if you think about instead all the things that can go right, that's going to make you excited. Again, exactly the same chemical reaction is just a matter of how you choose to view this. So to go back to this example that I that I took in the in the in the first part here, what are all the like this thing that I was afraid of in the past? What what are the things that can go wrong? Well, I was I what could go wrong was that I could get my distance wrong and me and my horse could crash into a fence. That was the thought that would made me nervous. That was the thing that could go wrong, right? So I would force my brain in that situation to instead of thinking about what could go wrong, to think about what could go right. So Instead of thinking about that we can crash into the fence, I would be thinking about, well, we could actually end up completing our very first cross-country course on 110. That's a, that's a possible chance. We could end up completing our very first cross-country course on 110. Something else, to take a more recent example, like with my, with my six-year-old now in the show jumping, I could end up clearing my very first show jumping course on 125. Those two things, like, that's pretty exciting. I'd say that's definitely something to get excited about. So isn't this, like, pretty cool how we can just change that whole thing, like, just by reframing what we're thinking about? It's that, that feeling that you have inside of you, it still exists. It's the exact same chemical reaction. So if you've noticed yourself going down this, this rat race already and those emotions already popping up, you can simply reframe it. You don't have to take them away. You can just reframe them from going from nervousness to excitement by simply moving the focus to all the things that can go wrong to all the things that can go right. Now, on top of that, to really reinforce this excitement in your mind, what you also can do, and this is something I said in the past as well, and this is so, so powerful. And, and if you haven't heard this already, I, I, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it to you so you can use this as well. So to reinforce that excitement in your mind, just go ahead and say out loud 10 times, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I assure you, by the third or fourth time you speak that out, you're going to feel yourself just like putting a smile on your face and like, yes, 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 yes. Can I go now? Can I go now? Can I go now? I promise you, this is so simple, but yet so, so powerful. Every single person I've told this to have all gone back and said, oh my God, that is so cool. That is so simple, but it really, really works. So to summarize the second point here, first of all, ask yourself, what are all the things that can go right? In your case, what are all the things that can go right that you would be excited about? List those things up and then repeat, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Right, tip number three, and I know time is ticking, but I have one more tip that I wanna share with you. I'm gonna try to make this quick. All those things that we talked about up until now in these episodes are all referring to what may or may not happen in the future. Fear, nervousness, excitement really only comes into play when we focus on the future. What could possibly happen in the future? 
Now, when you were to, f- like, if you were to focus on this present moment, rather those possible scenarios, but if you were to focus on this very moment, the present, really none of those things can actually exist. So a great way of moving yourself from those worst case scenarios or, or best case scenarios for that, for that matter, is to ask yourself, what can I do right now to give myself the best possible chances of getting towards that best case scenario. So if you've come up with that best case scenario, like what can you do right now to give yourself the best possible chances of getting there, to make that happen? What action can you take right now in order to make that happen? Then all you gotta do is take that action. And just by thinking about this and taking this action, you will be in the present moment. And if, if, if this is all too much, like if you're like, oh my God, this, this is way too much. Like when I'm that nervous, like, oh my God, I can't even think about like the future and those scenarios and what I can do right now and come up with the action is all too much. Good, good news for you. The even easier way to move yourself back to the present is to simply focus on your breath. Just observe it. Just observe that breath going in and out through your lungs. You don't have to adjust it. You don't have to do it like take deep breaths or whatever. Just observe it. Because here's the thing, your breath is something that's always going to be there. As long as you are alive, you are going to be breathing. So that's something that's constant. So this is something that you can always use. So whenever you notice yourself feeling nervous, if, you, if there's just too much and you can't do anything else, just focus on your breath. Just observe your breath. Observe it going in through your lungs and going out again. Are you breathing through your nose, through your mouth? Just observe it and feel that full, like feel that filling up your lungs and again making it empty. Feeling your body like moving up and down when, when your breath goes in and out. By doing this, you're moving yourself back to the present moment. And remember, nervousness doesn't exist in the present moment. This is only when you focus on things in the future. So. This is all I got for you for today. The points that I went through today, those three things that you can do when you're feeling nervous. Number one, challenge those fears of you of all those things that can go wrong. Does that even make sense? What are the chances of that actually happening? Like, what are the chances? Is it like 0.1? Like, calculate this. Take out your calculator. Like, actually calculate those chances of that actually happening in reality you're gonna realize that you'd probably be like a higher chance ending up like dead if you jump into your car number two reframe your nervousness into excitement by thinking of all the things that can go right rather than all the things that can go wrong and once you've done that go ahead and just repeat i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited do this 10 times and i promise you (laughs) you 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 cannot not be excited and then number three bring yourself back to the present moments focus on your breath and ask yourself what are the things that i can do right now to give myself the absolute best chances to be successful now if you want more know that this is one of the topics we cover in all detail inside of the pep program Inside of the PEP program, we don't only give you all this information, but we also make sure that you implement those things. We go into the specific thoughts that hold you back from making progress, that hold you back from from actually getting to your goals. We go into those specific thoughts, we, we help you reframe them, and also you 
get that accountability to actually do something about it. You're not only sitting there thinking like, oh, this is this sounds nice. This is something I should be using in my writing. We actually make sure that you do go ahead and use it to your writing. Because knowledge is nothing except when you take action on that knowledge. So if you want more, know that we're going to start the third round of the program somewhere in January, probably in the beginning of January. You can already get yourself signed up for the waitlist. You'll find the link to that in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you give this podcast a rating and review. I always ask for this, but it's so, so valuable for us. And also, this is how we can reach out to more people. This is going to make it easier for other writers out there to find this podcast. So if you would be so kind to take some minutes out of your day, probably seconds really to take out of your day, is to go to show in Apple Podcasts, go to show, scroll all the way to the bottom, click on the start, drop a sentence or two telling us what you like about this podcast. And tell your friends about this podcast share it on social media make sure you tag me in it so that i can reshare it to my story and as very last thing in this podcast episode as always i'm gonna challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing see you all on the next episode